Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Good evening, Matt Steinmetz. Daryl the Guru Johnson with you. In the wake of Game 4, a game that the Warriors lost, 112-108 in Houston. Their best of seven Western Conference semifinal series now even at two games apiece. And we seem very far removed from when the Warriors led 2-0 and everything was hunky-dory as the team headed to Houston. 888-957-9570 is the number. So much to talk about Again, in this one, we went into the game talking about Steph Curry. We're going to come out of the game talking about Steph Curry. How did he play? You know what? I think it's open for interpretation. You can tell me what you thought of Steph Curry in uh, in the wake of maybe his worst playoff game as a Warrior. Uh, Kevin Durant tonight, 34 points. But the bottom line is James Harden was – Tremendous again, 38 points, 10 rebounds, uh, four assists. He made big buckets, and the Rockets are right now, anyway, Guru, out scrapping, out hustling, and and kind of out fighting the Golden State Warriors. You know what? You are correct, my friend, and it also seems like they have an identity. They know what they want to do. They keep doing it. They're successful, and it starts with James Harden-Steiny, and he's giving it to to everybody on the Warriors team. And with the Warriors tonight, it was good to see Steph Curry, what I deem back. Not once did I say he's hurt or, you know, something's lingering from a physical standpoint. But Steiny, again, it came down to the offensive rebound and went to the scrappy Houston Rockets, and they also outshot the Warriors from three. And I got to tell you, if I'm Golden State coming back to gear up for game five, I'm worried. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd quibble with you about Curry being back after tonight's game. Uh, you know, I had a couple chances tonight. He had a chance tonight to hit a big, big, big Especially shot. Especially late. Ooh. And he couldn't get it down. And, and listen, Steph Curry walks out of the gym tonight with 30 points and eight assists. But his bread and butter is not there, and that's his three-point shooting. Mm. And I actually think the Rockets' strategy against Curry tonight, and I don't know necessarily that it has been uh, done to the extent that it was tonight. You know, they they got him to drive tonight. And to credit to Curry's credit, he finished. Had a bunch of buckets inside, finishing at the rim. But what happens is that can tire a player out. I mean, players, perimeter players would much rather uh, take threes than drive into traffic, maybe get knocked down, maybe get bumped. And I really do think that one has something to do to the other. 
I think that Steph Curry going to the hole might impact later in a game the way he shoots the three in addition to his problem with the middle finger on his left hand. But, um, you know, Steph Curry not making threes, I'm sorry. If he goes 12 for 25 and finishes with 30 points, I think you take that. Uh, because we've seen plenty of games where Steph Curry's taken 18 shots and had 34 points. So if if Steph Curry's going to score 30 on 25 shots, I, I think you take that. 888-957-9570 is the number. Warriors get beat tonight 112-108. And how about this? Give it for, to me. For a little bit of extra drama for Game 5 on Wednesday. And nobody probably wants to think about it this way. You ready? Give it to me. Worst case scenario, Wednesday is the last game at Oracle Arena. Think about that. Yeah, I just saw, I bet yeah. that didn't cross your mind, did yeah. it? That's not the cologne that I thought you were going to spray. What did you think I was going to say? Did, did, there was something positive that you saw from the team in blue and gold well, uh, tonight. But You want me to find something? Let's talk about Clay Thompson. That's negative. Well, you what's said going positive. on there? Yeah, what's going on there? Well, we've seen Clay one do of this six before. from three, but admit the six. Some of them came in and like, ah, oh, Clay. I don't know if you should have shot it that quick. Well, uh, I mean, Curry's guilty of that too. And it, what's the old adage? You take what the defense gives you. Kerr can't determine what Steph's going to do. So I thought by him going to the rack, it was like showing he had another gear because the Rockets were playing hellified defense, and it was hard to to get those, you know, wide-open looks. But 4-14, Durant was 2-6. The Warriors shot 24% from three, Stiney, to the Rockets 34. And you always told me, I'll take a three over a two any day. And I guess that's what we're seeing because the Rockets shoot them so much, but the percentage was higher. Not if it's a, uh, Not if it's a bad three. Not if it's a bad three. And the bottom line is the Warriors, uh, they haven't – I don't think they took a uh, – they took some bad threes mm. tonight. They definitely took some that. bad threes. Uh, you're listening to the Realtor.com Warriors postgame show. Realtor.com, your home for home search. And I also – I'm after the break, I, I want to get into something where I'm going to try to say – I'm not going to say I told you so. Because we're not there yet. But I I got to run some numbers by you, and I got to bring something up that I brought up months, oh, a month wait. or two ago. All right. And not you, but nobody really seemed to think it was a big deal at the time. And I thought, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm going to tell you that in about eight minutes. But first, let's go to... Let's go to AJ in Milpitas. And when we hear from the fans, it's sponsored by Audi Concord, your affordable Audi dealer. Enjoy an unparalleled shopping experience. More at AudiConcord.com. All right. First time caller, Steiny. Yo. What are we going to do about Curry not shooting free throws? <sighs> Oof. I don't know. That was evident tonight. I don't know. I don't know. The best shooter in the game doesn't have free throws. Two. That's it. He's got to go to the line. Somebody's got to call. Somebody's got the call. All right. Thanks, AJ. And he drove. 
I mean, he drove to the rack a lot tonight, Stiney. Yeah, he probably he probably he, he was probably, on the floor a lot. Yeah, he probably should have been the line a, couple, a little more. Steph was spry tonight. I like that. He was spry. He was four for fourteen from three. I didn't if say accurate. Gonna, if he's going to shoot, well, this is the thing about Steph Curry what? right now. Anyway, how's he? If he's not making threes, how's he helping you? Because he's not defending. Shot, he is oh, not no. defending. And, uh, hey. I re- do you rest your case? I rest mine. I was talking about offensive. Say- there was juice there. But when he creates offensively, he kicks out. He got Clay and Durant some shots. I, again, the, the offense from the Warriors just looked botchy. It just I don't I don't I don't know, Stiney. That Steve Kerr got he's gotta make some adjustments. What? Like what? Do you dare not start Andre Iguodala? Because you're getting nothing from the bench, Donnie. Does Bogut try to – do you just run Bogut out there and you know you're not going to need a scorn just to set a tone or do something on the boards? This team's getting nothing from the bench, and I don't know how far this car can go when you don't get no, anything from the bench, Donnie. 888-957-9570 is the number. Warriors get beat tonight by the Rockets, 112-108. Series tied, two games apiece. Game five, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Tip-off, Oracle Arena. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Matt Stein, Matt Darrell, the Guru Johnson with you in San Francisco. We're going to be checking in with John Dickinson, who's in Houston uh, in about 15 or 20 minutes when he gets done with uh, some of his duties. Let's uh, let's uh, jump in and talk to Bob in Danville. Bob in Danville, what's going on? Hey, uh, you know, I don't understand, Kerr. It's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why don't you start bogus? Take it all off the bench. When he, the last four minutes of the game, we had four deep offensive rebounds by Houston. I think this is ridiculous. Need him in the po- high post. Curry roll around off the screen. Knock whoever's there down. And he go back to what works and pass the friggin' ball. Well, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Antonio in Oakland. What's up, Antonio? Antonio had the Warriors with a 3-1 uh, lead after yeah, tonight, I believe, yeah, yeah. Guru. You got to call him out on that. Well, you can. I don't. What's up, Antonio? Oh, well, you know, I still picked him to win the series, man. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think they need to go back to the uh, first two-game strategy of getting the ball out of Harden's hand, you know, making somebody else beat you. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, Harden's pretty hot right now. But it's all right. It's still 2-2. They're not trailing. I, I think, uh, you know, the Clippers won two games last series. Right. So, at the end of the day, it's not over. So, Antonio, how did Steph look to you? Uh, he looks better. You know, they just got to start calling fouls for him. You know, like when he goes to the rack. You know what I was Denver, thinking? Because he had you know, juice, so, so are you saying it? Oh, I was going oh. <laughs> Steph had juice tonight. He didn't, he didn't what shoot ju- it well. What does juice mean? Like, there was no, physically, he was he was ready. He was he was did like a watch, running back. Did you watch him defensively tonight? <laughs> right. I mean, I seriously. I'm focused on the offense because okay. it's been so bad. But okay. he didn't get five fouls tonight. But no, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's progress. No, Stoddy, is 2-2, man. All right. So, woo. When Kevin Durant earlier this, it started, uh, let's say, late March. All right. Late March. Remember, Kevin Durant 
Just stop shooting the yeah. ball. Shoot gate. Shot gate. Yeah. yeah. Took nine shots. Then Curry missed the game. He took 25. Then he took six. Then he took 13, 22, okay. five. All right. Into the season. 13, right. seven, 14, seven. Getting ready for the playoffs. 10. Then the playoffs, 16, eight. All right. When all that was going on, I said, "You know what?" I, everybody was saying, "Ah, oh, is it just Steve? Well, how look how well-rounded Kevin Durant is. He can pass. He's he's letting the game come to him. He doesn't force it. Nothing's wrong. Okay. What's wrong with this?" And I said, "You know what? I don't I don't like the idea of Durant shooting eight times one game, twenty five the next." I was right with you. So. I'm looking at some numbers, and this is pretty unbelievable if you if you ask me. Kevin Durant, since his eight shot game against the Clippers in game two. Okay. Damn, it was since in the playoffs. His all right. Eight shot game. All right. Eight games. He has taken twenty one or more shots in eight straight games. In other words, since that game two. He's taken 21 or more shots in eight straight games. You know how many times he's done that as a warrior before? No, I don't. Never. Never. He's never gone 20. He's never gone eight straight games taking this many shots. All right. But I'm I'm going to give you a little more. Okay. So earlier this year, he did have a stretch where he, he went seven games. Taking 21 or more shots. So that's pretty close, right? Or it's been done. Yeah, no Curry. Curry didn't play. Okay. Last year he had a stretch of eight games with 20 or more shots. All right? Essentially what he's doing now. Exact same streak. No Curry. No Curry. His first year as a Warrior... He never took 20 or more shots more than two games in a row. Okay. Well, you put it together. I have. Or do you want me, me to do it for where you? Where would you – because I'm going to ask you where you're going, right. but it's where would you want those shots to go, I one? I don't know. And two, did we not hear his head coach say, I want my star player to shoot 30 or 40 times. So yeah. to me, like a text, that okay. was a message. And Kevin Durant has gotten the message, and this is why he, he's being ultra-aggressive. Okay. And okay. the last thing, mm-hmm. he's making the shots where Steph outshot him tonight, 12 or 25, but again from deep had problems. I don't understand so, – I could make the argument Durant needs to shoot more. Don't you think it's funny, though, that that Kevin Durant, during this eight-game stretch, okay. has taken more shots than he's ever taken as a Warrior? Huh. And it's coincided with a really, really rough Steph Curry stretch, let alone what's going on with Clay Thompson. 888-957-9570, the number. Let's go to Chase in San Bruno. What's up, Chase? Well, you guys were just talking about it, but the Warriors' problem is that they just don't have a plan on offense. I mean, they're playing all this ISO ball, mm. and we love it when KD goes off for 40, but when KD's dominating the ball like that, Steph and Clay and all these shooters, they, they just can't get a rhythm, and that's what's killing them, especially Clay. I mean, Steph got to the rim today a little bit, but his three-point shot's not there. Is it because of the injury? Who knows? But they're just, I don't know, man. It's not good. I don't like the Warriors playing on offense at all. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know what their priority is. Give credit to Houston for making it look like they don't have a plan? Well, you always have to have a plan. I mean, if I mean, if you want to run your motion offense, you should be able to run your motion offense. If you're going to isolate a certain player, you should be able to isolate a certain player. Now, they can make it then the defense comes into play. I mean, you can the Warriors didn't have any problem putting the ball in Durant's hands. Again, they lost by four. It was 110-108 with 19 seconds left. They're there. So were the Rockets no, in game no, one and two? Totally. And I'm being honest with you like I always am. I got to tell you, if we want to talk from an identi- identity standpoint, the Rockets are going to be more consistent unless the Warriors do something drastic. And now I'm not the only one clamoring for Iguodala to go to the bench just for the sake of getting a spark before the ball's tipped, after the ball's tipped, Steiny. And who's going to play for Bogut. him? Okay, he's been getting abused the last couple games. I mean, he was – what was he? He was a quick minus 12 the other night, I think, in like – And played three minutes. I mean, look, this is the playoffs, too. If you don't <sighs> think you can play a guy, you can't you can't take a chance. Look what happened to Jordan Bell tonight. He, he, it didn't even qualify as a minute. Seven yeah. seconds, he was a minus two. And people are ripping him because he gave up a bucket at the end of the... Dude, people are ripping Well, he also... They, they're double-teaming Harden coming up the floor. Clearly... And they have a foul to give. And Iguodala takes nah, the foul instead of Jordan Bell. Yeah, right. I don't... I mean, why is Jordan Bell in there then? Let's go to Robin in San Francisco. What's up, Robin? How you doing? You Help guys? us out, Robin. I'm surprised, surprised by the loss. I expected them to take care of the business. And and uh, it's just a matter of time, I think, before they start hitting the shots. But here's what really bothers bothers me tonight. I mean, Draymond Green, Sean Livingston, you tell your outside shots are not going in. They can't even finish around the rim. That is what drives me crazy uh, when the Warriors play uh, any time. They just cannot finish around the rim or down the paint. I mean, how many layups, easy layups, did they miss? You're right. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, that's driving me nuts. And also uh, the free throws. I mean, what's going on with that? Uh, but my daughter did tell me she was a ball player. She said, Mommy, they're hard to make. I said, okay, <laughs> oh, I won't let that go. I just wanted to say that, you guys, uh, that the, the layups around the rim, I mean, that's got to stop. Yeah, they missed a couple. Yeah, they missed a couple chippies. They missed a couple chippies. The free throw shooting, you know, Draymond you know, missed a big one. Started. I thought yeah, it was good. Three, it almost, yeah. three for five. Rockets did a lot of pushing off and no call. <laughs> what do you mean push it off? Just like push it off. Chris Paul, Tucker, like get off of me to where it could be offensive you know. foul. <laughs> just, or, I just something my. Or you can play a little more physically if you're that, if you're dude, the Warriors. Tiny, this is this we 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 got a series, man. Let's go to Blair in Burlingame. Hey, Blair. I, I think it's kind of simple. There's three things. The Warriors really only have three offensive three-point shooters. The Rockets know that. You keep two of them off the three-point line, you're going to win. They brought, the Warriors have no bench, and they're not doing any rebounding. Those three things. Thanks for the call, Blair. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems like their bench is uh, starting to finally hurt them a little bit. Yeah, and Austin Rivers got off the the Rockets bench and gave him 33 minutes. Shumper gave him 21. I look at the Warriors, don't even think, well, Looney had 22 minutes and McKinney 11. 
Nine hey, by the way, yeah, help me. By the way, has Draymond Green made a three since he said uh, my ish is working? Yeah, he's made one. Oh, he made one. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I was well, going to say tonight. I, I thought he wasn't. Yeah. I thought it was back yeah. to not working. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't I see think he, he'll like to bring. To I see he's made one in the last yeah. nine games. But okay. I, hey, he played his ass off. One for eighteen. He's going to that like rack, Steiny. He didn't lost yeah. that weight. He's not the problem. It's the big one. They all missed big ones. Look, comes down to the last few possessions. Curry misses a three. Durant misses a three. And Draymond misses that drive that could have finished, would have cut it to three. And Clay obviously had shots, too. So all the big boys had shots. All you surprised Curry outshot KD? What or do you mean outshot him? He had more 25 to 22 field goal attempts. Not not particularly. I mean. See, I guess the way. To, and I, to Durant's credit, he was looking for Curry. But, I mean, dude, you're unstoppable, KD. It's okay to shoot 30 times in this game, you know? David in San Francisco. What's up, David? Agree with that last caller, Robin, uh, talking about the layups. John Wooden said, uh, be quick, but don't hurry. We're missing a lot of easy baskets. But I think, you know, we're we're a top-heavy roster. And when Andre Godala has a plus-minus, a minus 17, I don't know. That, that's a that's a heartbreaker. That's gonna do it for us. Yeah, I mean he's he's the, uh, I mean he's the player that that usually has the most solid plus minus, and he was minus seventeen tonight, uh, three for nine from the floor. He did have eight rebounds, uh, three assists, no turnovers. Uh, Warriors didn't turn it over. Eleven turnovers they had. That's, that's not gonna kill you. Yeah, not gonna kill you. Stanley, they ain't shooting the ball right now. They had they took more field goal attempts than Houston, 90. which they like to do. You know, the one thing that Houston's doing with Curry is they are – there's a reason he's not shooting well from three-point range. It may be his finger, uh, but it also may be the Rockets are really coming out and they're taking the three-point shot – trying to take the three-point shot away from him. Or they're trying to contest it. Or they're trying to buy – they really want to take him out of his comfort zone outside the three-point line. So what's the fault what, – what, what happens then? Well, he can drive to the basket more, which he did. And so you see a night like tonight, he's 12 for 25. That means he had eight two-point buckets and only four threes. I, I think I think any team would take Steph Curry hitting twice as many twos as threes in a game, assuming he's not hitting ten threes. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. How about this for – it may not even qualify as overreaction – James Harden, through four games now, is the best player on the court. Uh, I think it's Durant. But 38 tonight, 6 of 17 from three. I'm, I'm just, he's doing it all. He's ISOing, uh, the timing. And Durant, is, it's not forced. It's just almost like desperate to where Harden is. He's just going to dribble the damn ball, dribble the clock out, right, left. Stein, he can get a shot whenever he wants. That's what I guess I'm saying. Six of seventeen from three, yeah. Yeah, thirteen see, to twenty nine, thirty eight points, ten rebounds. I mean, the bottom line is thirteen for twenty nine. I think you take that. Six for seventeen. What's that? Thirty six, thirty seven percent. That's not crazy. Six for eight. For I mean, he wasn't overly efficient, and he wasn't in inefficient. He was he was about what you would figure. 
when you take 29 shots and 17 of them are threes. They kept him off the line for the most part. Durant shot more th- shot more free throws than than Harden. So, how about this text from the nine two five? Durant is the best, but the Rockets have arguably the second, third, and fourth best players. Well, that's not true either. Mm-hmm. Eric Gordon's playing his tail off. Yeah. I'm. I mean, you want to say that Curry's been outplayed for a couple games? I'm. I'm no with doubt. you there. But yeah, I got you. You really want to. If you really want to have a draft and the first two players picked are Durant and Harden, Eric Gordon ain't getting picked third. And Tucker Stein, he's he's their Draymond and had 17 points, three of six from three. Yeah, he was That's good. big, 42 minutes. Rob and Sam Bruno. What's up, Rob, particularly since he had zero in 40 minutes in game one? Well, Rob going to break it down. Hey, Rob. What's going on, fellas? Hey, help us out on, now. Fellas. I called y'all early in the year, and I told y'all the Warriors can only play one way. If they can't get through threes, they're not going to win. They're going to have a hard time winning. And that small ball is not working with Houston. Houston, got, got, they they hip to that. They know how to play that style. The Warriors in the past, they can switch it over to JaVale McGee live. Or they don't have the ability to do that no more. They don't have a West. They get the mid-range jumper no more, so it's about the three ball. And my thing is this. I'm watching Curry and KD. It's too much going on. It's like they're battling for the headline for the next day. Look, Clay Thompson, he needs more touches. I watched him in the first quarter. He had three shots in a row. He ain't touched the ball to the second quarter. That is, if he, you got a guy who gets you 60 and two dribbles, like two or three dribbles, and you're not even touching him, him the ball. He needs his shot. Curry needs to take a backseat and play point guard. Quit trying to – he shot four fourteen from three. He lost about four. If you if you shoot half of them, if you take half of them attempts, them threes and made them tools and got to the rim, what he was doing – Warriors win the game. He's taking too many bad shots, bro. You cannot take those shots in the playoffs. You got another another thing. We don't. They don't need Kevin Durant and Curry taking twenty shots a game. You got three scores that can get you fifty. You utilize all of them, not just the two stars, big names. That, that's getting on my nerves. Clay has all the ability to get him the ball early and often. He shouldn't go ten minutes from one shot to the next. That's just my opinion. Appreciate the call, Rob. And what about Clay forcing shots, Donnie? He's forcing it to me if more than anybody, just coming down, gunning. Clay's not playing well either offensively. This has been how many games for him? Three, four? Yeah, I, I really have trouble hammering Clay because his defense is so good. Although, you know what? We saw one of his weaknesses on defense tonight. Um, he's great on the ball, he's not nearly as good off the ball. Mm. He tends to focus better. Uh, when he's defending somebody uh, who's the primary ball handler, because it's very easy to focus on that guy when you have to guard a James Harden or a Russell Westbrook or all the great players he's guarded. But when he's off the ball, you know he can lose he can lose attention once in a while and and get beat back door. But uh, on the ball, he's he's certainly fine. I got a tweet for you, Stani. Yeah, from Dieter Kurtenbach, Iguodala with a wicked limp, walking out of the Toyota Center. All right. Well, we'll uh, yeah, we, we're going to wow. have John that Dickinson here in about ten minutes, and Playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, he, he, he wow. played. Uh, he played twenty nine tonight. Twenty nine. Let's go to. Let's go to Mike in San Jose. Hey, Mike. Hey guys, um, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. Great. I'm, I'm outside here with my dogs. Watched every second. Oh my goodness! All right. Before I make my main point, I want to ask you. Are you saying Steph didn't play D 
because he wanted to avoid fouling out and it really hurt the Warriors? Or no. Think? Uh, no, I mean, I just I don't think he guarded well tonight. There were plays tonight where he let his guy get to the basket. Three or four I can remember. Now, why? May, you know, maybe he's afraid of getting in foul trouble. That That's a, that's a possibility. Um, but I, I don't think defensively he, – he did not play his best defensive game tonight, I don't believe. Okay, so uh, you, you guys all watched the game. And wasn't it pretty much they lost the game in the second quarter and yeah. chasing the game the whole night? Yes. It's been the theme of the series. They went to sleep in the second quarter. Like, their ball movement just stopped, and Houston just ran all over them in the second quarter, and then they had to play catch-up the rest of the game. And yet they still had a chance to go to overtime. Yeah. So, I I mean, I think, thank God they won those first two games because they'd be down 3-1 right now. No doubt about it. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the call. Yeah, and and – well, we, I was gonna, yeah. t- I was gonna tell, I was gonna say this to Mike, but he kind of said it. You know, he was like, uh, you know, as bad as we played, we're still in the game. Well, the Rockets can say the same thing while they were at Oracle. We didn't play great, but we were right there the first. Two what games. about this sequence, real quick? KD had a great look, and Steph had a great look to tie yep. the game. Yep. And at the end of the day, if your stars aren't gonna hit it out the park when it's right down to, I mean. That's the we can go up and down, left and right. The bottom line is Steph and Durant. I thought it was ironic that both of their stars missed a shot. Well, don't forget Draymond's drive. That's a miss too. Uh, it's a huge miss. That if Draymond could have finished that drive, mm. that's then we got a different ball game because that would have cut it to three and they would have had time on the clock to just just defend. Uh, let's go to Do in Brentwood. What's up, Do? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Um, I watched the whole game. I got to tell you, it's really Houston's exposing the fact that the Warriors don't have a bench. I think they are too. Yeah, obvious. But when you got fresh legs, I mean, you guys kind of being hard on Curry. He's having to fight through screens so he doesn't switch on Harden, Mm -hmm. and then he's having to try to defend his guy. I thought he played a pretty good game tonight. Yeah, um, coming back off that other game, and if anything. You know, a few more clay shots um, go in, and we're talking, we're up 3-1. So, I don't think Clay played that well, but then again, you got to remember, he's having to defend too, and they're all logging a lot of minutes compared to the Houston players. That's, That's true. All. I wonder That's how true. much this is, wear and tear, Stoney. And it's just going to get worse. There's a game on with, you know what I mean? It's not, the games aren't, you ain't getting three, four days off. I'll tell you what. And Iguodala, Iguodala hopefully he, go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what I think was a little bit troubling if I, if I were a Warrior fan, and that is when the fourth quarter st- starts, you got Clay and Steph in the game, there's no Durant, and all of a sudden the Rockets start making a move, and you have to say, he's got to get Durant mm. back in there. Or Draymond. He ended up coming back with Durant, I think, with like ten and a half minutes left. Because... I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but they, they they didn't look great with Steph and Clay on the floor. They needed one. They needed they needed a Draymond to facilitate or one more score to take pressure off them. Can you remember a series during the Steve Kerr era that the Splash Brothers had struggled this mightily in back to back games? I'd have to go look. I would have to go back and look because we tend to forget stuff uh, that's been in the past. I mean, I I, I got to believe the last three games of the finals. 
the year they lost to Cleveland, they probably didn't put up uh, very good numbers. 888-957-9570 is the number. We're heading down to JD next. Maybe get an update on the Warriors and Iguodala. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up, sponsored by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors Wrap-Up, sponsored by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Matt Stein, Matt Starrell, the Guru Johnson with you in San Francisco. We're about to head down to Houston. Talk to John Dickinson, 95.7 The Game's reporter who's on the scene. Let me give you some uh, quick details about the game. Rockets 112, Warriors 108. Series now tied at two games apiece. Game 5, Wednesday Tip off at seven thirty. Let's welcome in John Dickinson, JD. What's going on, man? What's going on, guys? We got a series now, two to two, and uh, the Warriors are going to have to address some issues. And I think one of the issues in play here is something that you've alluded to a lot over the last year, and that's the Rockets believe that they can hang with them. The Rockets believe that they can out-muscle them. And I think for the second consecutive game, and really for the fourth game overall in this series, if you want to go back and forth, the more physical team, the more forceful team won. I thought the Warriors ramped their effort level up in that realm more so tonight than they had it uh, in game three on Saturday night. But it didn't matter. The, the, The Rockets took their intensity level to another notch. And, oh, by the way, they made... Uh, a few more three-pointers than the Warriors did to boot, and you add it all up. And kind of like Saturday, the Warriors didn't play all that well in a lot of ways, but yet still had a chance to steal the game late. But a couple of good looks uh, wound up being misses from from Curry and and Durant. Uh, Warriors also a little bit banged up. Uh, Kevin Durant had the the sleeve on his right elbow at the start of the game. He ditched it. Uh, He was working on some shots at shoot-around. That was something I actually noticed. Uh, He was taking shots and didn't look totally comfortable, and I was kind of wondering what's up with that. Uh, And then he kind of went off with the the training staff for a minute and and didn't really think too much of it, but it kind of put it in my mind as something to watch for tonight. Uh, so when he comes out with the sleeve, I'm thinking, okay, there, there's something going on with that arm or that elbow. He did ditch it quickly. He said he's good uh, after the ball game. And now you've got Andre Iguodala uh, limping around a little bit downstairs uh, after the game. So uh, this is a series of attrition both ways. And right now the Warriors find themselves in a, in a spot where it's 2-2, two to two, and they're a little bit banged up heading back to the Bay Area. J.D., I know a lot of people are focused on Kevin Durant, the Splash Brothers, but to me tonight, you tell me if I'm off bases, the lack of a low-post presence, defensive offense for the Golden State Warriors, the more they play the Rockets, it becomes more apparent that they're missing that. Yeah, well, guess what? They're not going to get it, and they're not going to have it Mm. on Wednesday night, and they're not going to have it on Friday night, Mm. and they're not going to have it if they have to play on Sunday afternoon against this Rockets team. This has become a small series, and the Rockets have actually taken it to another level because they're playing P.J. Tucker at center. You think playing Draymond Green at center is is going small, and the Warriors have had so much success with it the last couple of years – the Rockets are taking it to another level with Austin Rivers in the game and Paul and, and Harden uh, and, and Tucker uh, out there on the floor with Eric Gordon. So you, you can't cry for what you don't have at this point in time. You have to figure out a way to go win. 
And that's what the, the task is at hand now for the Warriors is they, they stay overnight tonight, fly back to the Bay Area tomorrow and, and start to lick their wounds a little bit and, and try and get geared up for, for Wednesday night at 730. All right, J.D., we're going to incorporate you in. I'm going to take Shaka and Berkeley. Shaka, Berkeley, what's going on? Hey, hey, how y'all doing, man? Doing well. Great game, man. We came up short, man. So I know, Guru, I know you bummed out, man, but I, I look at it like this, man. I'll take my shooters of Clay, Curry, and Durant over their trio starts any day. So we're going to play who's going to make the most shots. I think we have the advantage. Well, Shockey, you may have the advantage, but... Yeah, not not so far through four games. I mean, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson haven't shot the ball well, and um, you know the the one thing I thought JD that they're 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 doing with Curry is they are really trying to make his threes tough, and they're making them really hard at the expense of maybe giving up some drives here and there. And I think tonight, I, what I was thinking was you know Curry had twelve field goals tonight. But only four were threes. And I'll tell you what, the more I think about it, you, if Curry's going to get twice as many twos as threes, I think you take that any day of the week. Plus, it, it makes him work. I mean, yes. as you allude to all the time, driving to the basket takes more out of you than, you know, taking open three-pointers. So I, I think it's there's a, a side aspect to that, too. It's, it's two versus three. Uh, and then it's also make a guy work a little bit harder, even if he is going to get a bucket, and maybe that takes a toll as a game goes on and as a series goes on, uh, you know, now that we know there's going to be at least two more games in this thing. So I, I think the Rockets' three-point defense has been sort of an under-talked-about aspect of this series. Uh, I think it's going to be talked about a lot more right. tonight and tomorrow and going into to Wednesday. But the Rockets have done a nice job. I mean, it's it's just not very often you see the Warriors get out made from three-point range and, and shoot so poorly uh, for so many games on end. Eight for 33 tonight, just 24%, and, and the Rockets knocked down 17. Now, it took them 50 to get to 17, but my goodness, you're looking at a, a nine three-pointer differential, 27 points in a game that was decided by four. That's been a huge, huge deal, and I do think – while the Warriors could knock down a few more tough shots or a few more open looks, uh, the Rockets' defense does deserve some credit here. J.D., I know at this juncture it's mental, too. It's part mental, and the fact that the Rockets had a chance to win both games here at Oracle didn't. They won in the regular season. The Warriors have had problems all year long at home, and the Rockets have beaten the Warriors two in a row. Do you think they come to Oakland with a little swagger or even if they do, it doesn't matter. They got to go out and execute on Wednesday. I, I think they come in believing that they can win in mm. Oracle Arena because they did it one time, what, in game four last year. They had a lead in game six last year before the Warriors came back and, and put it on them uh, in that game. They won the game back in February 23rd. They won the game on January 3rd uh, without Paul and Harden in, in one of those games each. Uh, so, no, I think, I, I think the – the Rockets are confident they can win a game in Oakland. I think the Warriors are confident they could win a game down here again uh, if they have to win a game down here on, on Friday night. Uh, so, no, I, I just think as this thing is played out, and I mentioned this to you guys on Warriors Live before the game, the, the, the Rockets needed to show me that 
that they're in this thing, that they could actually complete 48 or 53 minutes the other night and do it two games in a row and back up a lot of the things that they do well against the Warriors with victories. Because if you don't get the wins, it doesn't matter. You know, if, if Kevin Durant hits a three or Curry hits a three and the game goes to overtime, it doesn't matter all the things that the Rockets did to the Warriors and had success. If you're down 3-1, the series is basically over. So, so to prove that they could do those things and get wins to extend this series is impressive. And, you know, nobody cares about, you know, my respect or your respect or, or our respect for the Rockets. But the, the Rockets have the respect of the Golden State Warriors based on the way that they played and raised their level of intensity these last two games to beat them and, and, and put the Warriors now in a, in a spot where, hey, all the pressure's on Golden State now. Uh, the Warriors are going to play with as much pressure uh, as they've had since game six last year when they knew if they lost on the Oracle Hardwood they were – going home so this is a a new challenge a different challenge for this team uh but look we're going to find out what the warriors are made of wednesday night yeah we certainly are we certainly are and and after that too let's go to uh g-lo san leandro what's up g-lo hey guys um actually i wanted to get your guys' opinion on uh the game within the game um as you can see houston sets a lot of picks and they make Steph and Clay work, uh, including Draymond and KD. They make them work on defense. And a lot of the times I see, you know, isolation basketball on the offensive side. Uh, So I kind of want to know, do you think that that is a big factor in why they've been defending a little bit better as well as having more energy on the offensive side? Because a lot of the times those threes, they're either long for the Warriors, they're either long or they're short which tells me there's fatigue there. Uh, so I kind of just wanted to see that. And if they're going to get James Harden uh, more involved on the defensive side, I think we need to exploit that a little bit more uh, because he just seems too rested on the offensive side. I don't think we're making him work as much as we should be. Well, I'll tell you what, g good point, because I'm looking at a text that John Dickinson sent me about 90 minutes ago, and he said the Rockets are trying to rest James Harden on defense. Uh, yeah, I think they're doing a good job of it, and he looks like he's in good shape too. And you know, the, the the thing is about James Harden, if you can, if you can rest him some on defense, I mean, he's the kind of player who, when he gets matched up on anybody, he he can end up guarding him. You know what I mean? I mean, he he guarded Durant the low post. He can guard Curry. He can guard. Clay Thompson. I'm not saying he's a stopper no, by I any means, you. but he's six six and he can move. Not a liability. He's going to make you, you know, in the playoffs. He's going to make you earn a bucket against him, JD. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. He is. He, he's going to make him. You know, how about Draymond Green tonight? By the way, I was working on something while you guys were talking there, trying to coordinate with Nash. And he'll let you guys know when we have it. Draymond Green, for all intents and purposes, called the Warriors soft tonight he didn't say that specifically it may not have come off as strong as that we're going to try and cue up that that audio here in the next uh, couple of minutes and just uh, I want you guys to kind of react to it uh, as well because it it pertained to the physicality of the kids but it was it was pretty strong it was as close I think to calling your own team soft without actually physically saying, you know, verbally saying those words. So uh, we'll see if we can't get that you know, queued up here as I kind of coordinate it with Nash back in the studio. J.D., I almost want to ask you, what's changed? 
I mean, you got the same cast of kids. Well, there is no JaVale McGee. There is no David West. But do, should he? is that fair for him to call out the rest of the team when you, you you basically got the same group of guys you had the last few years that you got it done? Uh, he views it as his responsibility to be mm. that emotional, spiritual leader, the leader in terms of defense, the leader uh, in terms of, of physicality. So that's, you know, Stephen Curry's the leader in terms of, you know, MVPs and Durant's the finals MVP, and those two guys are tremendous scorers. And Iguodala's the glue guy, and, and Clay Thompson just kind of fits in. And Draymond is the, the leader in, in that aspect uh, and the vocal leader, uh, I think, of this team. So for him to speak out uh, and after basically they get out physical for a second consecutive game, uh, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it at all. Now, you, you can't change you. the personnel. We, we already talked about that, Goo. You can't yeah. change the personnel, but uh, they're, they're going to have to match what the Rockets are trying to do to them. Uh, let's take a listen to that Draymond Green audio. I think it's just a mindset. You know, I think we're kind of, you know, we we going to a, a, a fight thinking it's a fair fight, and it's not. You know, they're doing whatever it takes to win. And not that they're, like, doing anything dirty or nothing like that, but they're doing whatever it takes to win. And we're just kind of rolling in, like, oh, yeah, we'll box. And, and they slamming us. So uh, – we got to just change our mindset, and I think if we change our mindset, uh, you know, then, then we'll be just fine. But um, we haven't these these last two games, and the first two games, I think it was the complete opposite. I think we were taking it to them, and they weren't re- really responding as far as the physicality went. And so uh, that's the difference in this series. It's, that's why it's two to two, um, and I, I know we'll change that. And it starts with me. All right. I got a question for the both of you. Have the Rockets figured out the Hamptons five? JD? I don't know if they figured them out. I don't think they figured them out, but they figured out their their version of a lineup that needs to play against that group, and no that group doubt. has held its own. No it's doubt. The, it's the lineup with Tucker at center and, and Austin Rivers in there. So wow. figured them out. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they figured them out. And even if they have figured them out, okay, well, what, what do you do if you're the Warriors? Nothing you can do. you got to run that lineup out there. It's your best lineup and let the chips fall where they may. J.D., I want to I throw this stat that I came up with at you and uh, see, if you can, see if I can get your uh, spur-of-the-moment reaction. All right, you ready? Sure. All right, so Durant goes through his stretch late in the year uh, where he's being – Let's say judicious with this shot, even though I think I think many people knew there was something else going on. But anyway, seven of thirteen games, he takes ten or fewer shots. All right, that lasts through game two of the Clippers series. Okay, so in right. other words, when he took eight shots against the Clippers in game two, that was the seventh game in thirteen at that time that he. Took 10 or fewer shots. Since then, you ready for this? In the eight games since then, he's taken 21 or more shots in eight straight games. The only time he's done that as a Golden State Warrior. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. What now, does it mean? Well, I've, I've answered this too, no, 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 there's more. There's more. Okay. Okay. Earlier this year, he had a stretch of seven straight games, okay, with 20 or more shots. I'm sorry, with 21 or more shots. He had seven. 
Steph Curry wasn't in, wasn't playing then. Last year, he had a stretch of eight straight games of 20 or more shots. But no Curry was playing in those games. The first year as a Warrior, only twice did he have back-to-back 20-shot games. My point is, is he is shooting right now at an unprecedented rate when Steph Curry's on the floor with him. Like, he's never been this dominant with the ball for this long playing along Steph Curry. And he's barely, so you, and he's barely been this uh, shot-heavy without Steph Curry there. Okay, so is, I don't know. is I just Durant's over... Is Durant's over aggressiveness causing Curry to struggle more? Is well, basically it, you know, what, what? Maybe I mean, I'm, I'm asking the question. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't what, know what either. Do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I just think it's to me that's a that's or glaring. is he more aggressive because Curry's struggling? Yeah, like that's the and this coach but, called him out. But the point is, is the, the the dynamic is is not the same as it's ever been. That's that's really the point. Not why. I'll, I mean, why is the second part? But the reality is, Kevin Durant is shooting the ball more now than he ever has while playing alongside Steph Curry, and that in and of itself is different. So, it's it's to me, it's pretty interesting. Well, I th- and I think they've needed him to do it. I'll just say that they've needed him to do it at the point where. Steve Kerr challenged Kevin Durant basically mm. to to be more aggressive after the first couple of games of the Clippers series. They've needed him to to take over and to score, and they've needed him to take over and to score even in this series. So, I you know whether it's atypical, which it it is, and you've got the evidence to back it up compared to other times during his tenure with the Warriors. I still think it's necessary, and you know. They're just going to have to figure out – they're going to have to find a way to figure it out. I mean, how? I'm not sure. Uh, but it, it's it's not something that I think should be crippling, if you will, to this team. EZ in Berkeley. What's up, EZ? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey. You know, I want to ta- I want to tap in, man. You know, the B-Town loves you guys. Guru, you know, Thank you're you. my guy. I got to tell you guys, I, I, I appreciate you reaching for a nugget about the whole Kevin Durant effect, about him, you know, shooting over 20 times a game when Steph on the court. You know, the bottom line to that, I give you, I give you guys an answer. I don't know, if J, uh, JD is looking for one, but his his aggressiveness, yeah, we do need it, and Steph has to remain aggressive too. You take four of those shots that he missed, we walk away with a win. This game and last game, it's the same thing. You know, so they have to remain aggressive. They were down, what, Houston went up plus 10 on three-pointers, and they still only won the game by four points. So they're playing their game. They have the refs on their side with a lot of these calls. The aggression is there for the Warriors because they're going to the bucket. As long as they keep up that momentum when they come back home, you will see the tide uh, just basically change and switch and and. and the Warriors can can remain playing at a higher level. They missed a few shots, man. This is going to happen. We can't keep taking for granted the greatness that we've seen over these last three, four years during this whole run. No, I agree with that. I agree with that, EZ. Thanks for the call. And that's why I get annoyed when uh, the Warriors go up 2-0 and people start talking about a sweep. 
I mean, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. The Rockets have beaten the Warriors more than the Warriors have beaten the Rockets the last two years, if you add up the regular season and postseason. J.D., before you hopped on, I told Steiny how climactic was it. You, we could look at this game and chop it up a million ways, but the it, at the end of the day, Kevin Durant had a shot to tie it, and the last caller called him great. Steph Curry had a, a point-blank range shot, and they both missed it. How much, you know, if you're the Warriors, you would take that coming in to, to kind of, you know, bank on your guys hitting those big shots? Well, you take it based on where you were in the game, down 17 and having to make a late rally. I mean, I think coming into the game, you'd rather be in control and be up eight at that point in time uh, and, you know, ha- have an opportunity to have the game closed out. But, yeah, given the scenario down the stretch and the fact that the Warriors were, were behind and coming back and, 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 you know, James Harden, it took a missed free throw from him. Didn't oh, have a chance. both of them, J.D., uh, had and, a chance. Tie in the game. They were great looks. They were great looks. They were deep threes, but they were great looks. And I got to be honest, I thought both of them were going in. Great. I mean, this, you know, t- tonight had that, oh. that feel uh, similar to the game on Saturday night. I'm that, with that you. Regardless of what was going on, it just felt like the Rockets weren't ahead by enough to where the Warriors were going to have a shot to run them down and, and catch them. And, and, man, if one of those two shots go in and the Warriors you know, win the game in overtime and they go up 3-1 after being down the way that they were tonight, if they win that game, then the Rockets might as well pack it up and fold it up and just never play this team again because that would have been, that would have been Oklahoma City level, uh, Cleveland level of just absolutely stealing an opposition's soul and, and ripping their heart out and just showing it to them right in the middle of the Toyota Center. But – didn't happen. The, the Rockets survived it, and now the Warriors find themselves in a position where all the pressure is on them going into Wednesday night. Let's go to Lee in Santa Clara. Lee, take us home, buddy. Hey, Sonny. Yeah, this is a tough one tonight. Uh, you know, Daryl Morey is an interesting guy. He's taken a look at the Rockets roster, and he's figured out, you know, with analytics that they're going to do one thing. They're going to put the ball in Harden's hands, and they're only going to shoot threes and layups, and they hope to get a foul on every play, over and over and over. And I think if Maury was the GM for the Warriors, he would run the 1-3 pick and roll with Curry and Durant over and over and over. And I am dumbfounded why Kerr does not do that. Because if you remember, two years ago in the finals, they finally unveiled that play, and the Cavs had no answer, and it was devastating. So my question to to J.D. and all you guys, why won't they run the 1-3 pick and roll with Curry and Durant? All you, J.D., that and elevator doors. Well, and Steiny, I think you actually can explain a theory. I honestly don't know. I think the the Warriors like to keep it in pocket as much as possible until they have to go to it in in extreme circumstances as they did a couple of years ago. But you had a more detailed answer than I did when we were throwing this around uh, maybe two weeks ago about just – how the screen is set and where it leaves uh, players on the floor. So I'm going to let you take it because you might do it in a little bit better of a tight space than the time we have left. Well, I just I just think that okay, if if you run the pick and roll with Steph and and Durant, let's look at it practically. Uh, what if they blitz, they're going to blitz? Let's say they blitz Curry, and so he delivers the pass you got to deliver, which is right. to Kevin Durant. Well, Kevin Durant is now. The role in the role of Draymond. Well, you know what? He's not as good as Draymond in that role. I'm sorry, not not at the top of the circle with the ability to make a play for other players. 
Then the other thing is Curry's going to give the ball up. Now you have Houston in a scramble situation. So what's their next move to cover the scramble situation? It's going to be to have somebody go get Durant. Okay. Well, Durant's going to make the right play. And then chances are Durant or Curry won't end up taking the shot on that possession. Now maybe it'll be maybe it'll be a dunk. Maybe it'll be somebody cutting. Um, but I and I and I'm just saying maybe why not? I really have no idea. That's going to do uh, it. No, I think that. Yeah, I, go ahead. I, yeah, I went over. I went over explaining that, and I'll uh, I'll do it more tomorrow. All well, right. if you went over explaining it, think how far we got over if I had tried <laughs> uh, to continue JD. to explain it. We All got right. a series, JD. All right, everybody. Yes, we do. Two games apiece. JD, I'm sure we will talk to you tomorrow or certainly Wednesday. Get home safe. Uh, for Daryl the Guru Johnson, I'm Matt Steinmetz, Alex Scott, Nash Solomon. Have a good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.